Welcome to the Copy Room Chat, the podcast for educators just like you. Do you want to gain quick tips and tools to use in your classroom? This podcast is brought to you by the Practical Teachers and hosted by me, Renee Hirano and Amy Youngren. We are both educators and moms with 20 years of experience in education. Do you want to thrive, not just survive in your classroom? Then join us for a quick chat in the copy room. Hey teachers, welcome back to the copy room. I'm your host, Renee Hirano, along with Amy Youngren. This week, we want to talk about the importance of teachers remaining open to asking others for help, as well as giving help and advice to colleagues. Asking for help is not a sign of weakness. Rather, it displays awareness that you want to get better at something and you're willing to find the answers when you don't know something. Right, Amy? This is the most comfortable thing for everyone, right? Asking for help. Right. Right. (laughs) Just tell um, what you need. Yeah. Have have we have we will we let everyone know there's something we don't know? Right. That fear of asking to help for help um comes that we don't already know something or maybe we miss something, right? Yeah. Or um we we aren't at the same place we thought we were. Right. Or, I always remember you know, I always remember thinking, I'm sure I missed a memo somewhere and I'm supposed to already know this. Yeah. But at this true time right I think at the same time we if we're really teaching students if we're really asking students then we need to model it for ourselves even if it's uncomfortable Mm -hmm. right even if it's changing culture even if it's you know I'm not saying you know do something crazy but I also am saying in this instance we do need to say like I I need help I we need to advocate for what we need. So what are some of those things that we might advocate for, Amy? Right. Well, and I think what this made me think of is let's start at the beginning and kind of like, how do you, how do you start this process? There's, there's almost, there's a, a procedure, so to speak, an informal procedure that we can think of the safest place to ask for help. What, what is that safest place first, right? Is there a neighbor teacher or a mentor teacher who is a low risk person for you to start with? Um, to ask for help. And then when you start to build that muscle of advocating for yourself, you can, you know, grow that, grow that circle, so to speak. Um, but some of the things you may check out with your mentor teacher is, do you need to be observed more? Have you been um, maybe left, left to your own a little bit just because of time or busyness? And, and maybe it's because, you know, the people in your building just expect that things are going fabulously for you. But even if they are going fabulously for you, do you need to be observed more? Do you need more coaching and more feedback about what's going on in your classroom and what, what things you're working on? Um, and do you need different kinds of coaching? You know, maybe there's a process in your building that, mm. that you're getting it ticked off, but maybe it's not exactly what you need. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, no, and I think, I think it, I think that really is important in that your awareness of what you need is honest and open, right? When someone says, you know, when you have a coach, um, that's really what they're there for. And so to be as open and honest as possible. It also made me think about the more often that you're getting observations or feedback, mm-hmm. 
the more comfortable you become with that process in between. But the more often you're doing it, the more likely you are to build your skills, ask for help. And it can be on a variety of things, right? It can be on, you know, sometimes what you said, I missed the memo. Just logistically, we have to go to a an assembly or, you know, just look right the building to like, wow, I noticed that another classroom has great management and those students are in the lunchroom doing their job and doing this. I wonder if I can reach out to that teacher to get some advice for my students. And maybe um, you think of it as buckets, you know, maybe there's those mm. neighbor teachers or um, mentor teachers that you ask those lower level logistical questions of and you save bigger curriculum type questions um, implementation qu type questions for your formal coach or your formal observations because sometimes the day-to-day -day, that's not the stuff you're needing help on when it comes time for your formal observation or your formal instructional coach to come around so maybe in in our brains we think of different buckets mm. um of people that, because you're right, it needs to be regular and often, and that might not be the relationship you have with your coach. Yeah, and like, who's the best person to give you that advice, right? Like, I'm mentoring, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm mentoring another first grade teacher this year, but she's teaching reading um, and social studies, and I'm teaching math. So there's right, lots right. of things I can answer questions on, and I've taught reading before, but I also don't want to lead her down a path that's not the most efficient or effective for her. And so going to a fellow reading teacher, going to the reading specialist, you know, those types of things, it could be directing them or getting that information or just, you know, making sure, I think you're right though, just also our time is so valuable. So making sure you're asking the right people, um, putting your energies in the right place right. so that it can be, um, you can get that information quickly quickly right that's that's true right time and i think it, i think we need to maybe go back to that i think it's happened to both of us and it's happened to a lot of people in this in this industry that when all things are going well you remember like we mm -hmm. say no news is good news yeah that's fair and true however it does become hard to grow in your career in that kind of environment so we can coast and that's fabulous that, you know, no one's peeked their head in or stopped by or, or, you know, and so you just keep coasting by and I must be doing everything right and things are going well and cruising along. But then are we growing? Are we finding areas of um, advancement for ourselves? And so how can we grow in that type of environment when you're that teacher that's, oh, she's got it handled. Right, right. There's always there always ends up to be sort of um, who needs most support when and that type of thing. And I think you're exactly right. I think we don't want to become complacent in if you are a veteran teacher or even a new teacher where things are going well. You're still going to want to advocate for yourself and grow and um, get better at your craft and not develop any sort of habits or yeah. <clears throat> things that don't serve your students the best. Right. Because I think it can also be the other way, Amy, where if you are really struggling, if you are really struggling and there are lots of things that you're struggling with, then I think it's important when you ask for help to say to yourself, 
what would impact me the most in my day? What is the thing I need help with that today, each day would make the biggest impact? And, you know, take small bites of what you're doing because you're struggling doesn't mean you're a bad teacher. It means that you just, this is not, this is not part of your skill set yet. And you're going to get that skill set. And so I think it's also the, the inverse is we can't, we don't want people to go and ask and say, I need help with everything. Right. Be try to be thoughtful. And when you're asking for help and you're, you know, you say, okay, I think the biggest thing that would help me is if my students would stop shouting out in class and raise their hand. Mm -hmm. I think my management is not allowing that to happen. Or I, you know, we all fall in that trap where we just start answering questions, even though no one's raising their hand. Right. (laughs) So (laughs) I think that, if you come in asking for some targeted specific help, you're going to get that and then build on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. You know, as a coach, that's best practice, right? I can't give you three things to work on if it right. feels overwhelming, um, but I can give you one thing that's going to impact you in such a great way that I then you build onto it, right? I, I kind of think of it like these links that like then, you know, reconnect your chain but also can highlight the things that you are doing well, right? right? That can build on the things you're doing well, you know? And so I think that's a good point. When it feels like it's all crashing down, usually somebody else around you, maybe not you, but somebody else around you can find some things that are going really well and build from those. For sure. Exactly. And that you don't want to throw in the towel. I mean, I think that's part of exhaustion is there are so many I mean, even when you talk about the buckets, Amy, logistics, management, curriculum, families, right? There's our job is complex, right? Teachers wear a lot of hats. Teachers do a lot of jobs and we're not going to be great at all of it. Um, But we can develop skills in all those areas. And so I think, you know, I getting back into the classroom, having been in the coaching role for seven years and then getting back in the classroom I have to say, from my perspective, I've been reinvigorated with the new teachers that I've seen coming into the classroom, whether that's, you know, right out of school or second career. I've really been invigorated by their desire to have people come and observe them, mm-hmm. have want to get feedback, want to ask. And I and so, you know, I it might be a, you might hear a different take other places. But from my speaking for myself, yeah, you know, I think. That even as a, you know, 19 year veteran, I can always be growing. I can always be asking for help and they can be giving me some help. And so don't think because you're new, you're always going to be the person asking for help. Oh, there could be exactly asking you. Exactly. I think that's something that came out of pandemic learnings is, you know, when we all came back to the way we thought we knew the career it was different for everybody. And so it brought us all back to that same level of needing to ask for help and needing the culture to change so that um, we can use each other, show that vulnerability and kind of the all hands on deck mentality of, I maybe have been doing something for a long time that used to work, but there might be a different way to solve this problem now. Oh, I mean, for sure. If if you want to, throw people in the help bucket, just give them a pandemic where they start teaching online every lesson they've never, they've never taught before. Right. Right. I mean, we were in such a beautiful way and a hard way, 
so vulnerable to the asking for help, but we really didn't have any other choice. And so I think we, you know, I think we have been learning that. I think the other thing that I, um, that this asking for help and kind of what we talked about in the beginning is also giving help. Right. You know, I think there's so many things that we know um, that happen in a school year or times of year or things that are happening that I think we can't be afraid to share, give tips, um, try to be a little preemptive for people that don't maybe know that we usually do it this way or the school runs this way or these are the things we've done or here are the expectations or honest to goodness, Amy, saying to your friend, did you see the email? Because I might have missed that 14th email that I got on Monday morning. Yeah. No, I you really know? like that being preemptive. Like, you know, let's just give each other a break. Yeah. You, especially I think I this experience has been with my new teachers is I try to think ahead to things that have come up for me to get at least put them on their brains. Not we have to do it this way, but this sort of like. Um, this idea of, have you been thinking about this yet? Have you been thinking yeah. about this? And then the conversation is, no, I haven't thought yet. Oh, let me think about it. And then let's discuss it. Yeah. Right. That's and I think we forget sometimes that we have a value. We have this valuable information in terms of um, unspoken things or things that are not taught in the class or, you know, that kind of thing. Right. And I think you're saying everyone, like the veteran teachers definitely should be reaching out and finding people in their building to mentor. But there's a lot we can learn from brand new teachers. Um, oh. A lot, a lot, a lot. Um, and so I think we're saying to every teacher, every stage of the game, reach out to someone to mentor, to share your knowledge, um, to help not reinvent that wheel. Um, and help us all, you know, get through this job with a little bit more ease. Yeah. You know, um, it's not only technology, but I have to say <laughs> like, my new teachers have taught me so much about technology. Like I can give a very easy example. Um, oftentimes because students have been, parents haven't been able to be in the classroom. We've done activities where we have taken pictures or videos she taught me how to make this movie on my phone. Super yeah. simple. Put some background music to it and send it to parents. Right. And like, that and is amazing. So helpful. Well, to, to us, it would have been like the thought of doing that is such <laughs> a heavy lift in my brain. Oh, yeah. Um, I would have, you know, just crossed it off the list. But then you've got this new teacher who's like, oh, really? That, it, that takes two seconds. Not a heavy lift. So, and there may be other things. Totally. that are overwhelming to them. So let's share. And I'm not even sure I'm going to take on being ever being comfortable being the technology professional. <laughs> I may always let them do that. But, but you know, let's let's share the love. We all have our strengths. Right? We all have we our also strengths. We also find that out. Let's yeah. be honest about them. Yeah. Well, so I think our practical tip this week is asking for help is important at all times in our school year and in our career. Right. Growth is the goal and asking for help is our tool. Right. Perfect. Thanks again for joining us and we'll chat again soon. Thanks again for joining us here at Copy Room Chat. If you haven't subscribed yet, go ahead and click the button so you don't miss any of the chat. And remember, head over to www.
thepracticalteachers.com for more resources and to sign up for our monthly newsletter.